world of real and virtual auto sport meets. Mad Sim Racing Media presents the Into the Apex podcast. It's a short episode 34 of Into the Apex. Tyler, Patrick, Rob only in this little mini episode. Leading up to Sunday at Mid-Ohio Sports Car Park in Ohio. I'll be there on location for the IMSA action on Sunday, May 16th. Uh, Got some events going on. Going to be trackside for the Prototype Challenge, the Mazda uh, race, I think the second one of the weekend, and then the big feature, the Acura Sports Car Challenge uh, with the DPIs, LMP3s, and GTDs. A little disappointed there aren't going to be GTEs, but there are reasons for that that Bradley and I and some of us will talk about in that little episode uh, trackside. Uh, so we're excited. That's going to be race one of 2021's ITA on the road. Only a few weeks after that, uh, Bradley and I will both be at Virginia International Raceway for the GT America uh, and GT4 America. So that'll be GT3 and GT4 racing. Uh, another kind of day of, of race after race. Uh, so it's uh, very interesting to camp out at these these road races. And we're going to paint the picture for you of these events coming up over the next month, basically. Uh, very excited about that. Uh, so Patrick and Rob are with me and with us tonight, and uh, we're talking Indy 500 for the iRacing world. So in the actual racing world, we've got the actual Indy 500 on schedule uh, in about a week's time. Uh, excited to see some people stop in there, such as Juan Pablo Montoya being back. Uh, speaking of real IndyCar, before we talk about the iRacing Indy 500 action, uh, Roman Grosjean gets the pole for the Indy Grand Prix for the road circuit race this weekend. Uh, how about that, Rob, for Roman coming over from Haas and kind of the misery of, of that uh, ranking on the grid? And then obviously the uh, big accident for him to come back and get the pole and be interviewed and celebrated in a way that that is finally something besides the, the graphic, you know, fiery accident that he was in. How about yeah. that? Yeah, no, right. Just like the feel good story of the year and like only his third race, too. Right. So he's like he, he was in the I it's since it happened just so recently like anywhere's up here where i'm at i haven't been able to find a whole lot of media for it just a couple of recent clips on youtube um and one of them just like doing a post interview and him just saying like kind of going over again like just how he's never been happier racing so it's you know it's good for him yeah it's it's why he came to america and uh jumped in indycar and i know he's not doing the ovals because i mean the ovals ovals are terrifying in indycar to me and they do, they do even fewer of them than they used to, I believe, right? They yeah. go to Texas and Gateway, and Indianapolis obviously is is a, re- a rectangle or whatever, but uh, it's as, equally terrifying. And as of today, not going to Toronto. Okay, I didn't I didn't pay attention to that. Honda, Indy, that. Honda Indy Toronto just got uh, canceled. Well, the Montreal Grand Prix was canceled too. I knew that. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So what's Rob? So Rob is in Canada. He's he lives on an island in Canada uh, that I didn't know existed, frankly, until I met Rob. Nobody does. My whole first half of my life, it literally when I was in school, like if we got a map from anywhere that wasn't from this side of the country, like if it was like a U.S. map, we wouldn't even be on it. <laughs> so it's Prince Edward Island. Yeah. And uh, it, look on, I challenge everybody to get on Google Maps and not type it in and try to find it on your own. It'll it'll occupy at least 30 minutes of your time. <laughs> I won't tell you what side to start on. I also learned a new time zone existed because of Rob living there. 
So it's been very uh, eye opening. It's it's made me a more worldly and cultured individual. <laughs> <laughs> but so so let's take a second. To, what's it like up there? Because I'll, I'll tell you this, Rob, and it's not to rub it in, but uh, so I live in the state of Ohio. Bradley lives in North Carolina. Uh, uh, in my state, June second, the governor has said all restrictions done, no masks. Uh, I'm vaccinated. Uh, they're more available here. But overall, no masks. Uh, Bradley lives in North Carolina. Uh, he he sent me a text today. He's not with us tonight. He'll be with me on Sunday. Um, he said, so sometime soon in the next month, same thing in North Carolina. Uh, lift everything lifted, full capacity at, at venues and things like that. Uh, back to normal. So those are two states in the U.S. Uh, what's Illinois doing, Patrick? What do they got going on? Um. Just because of the recent announcement by the CDC, we are now in a, a bridge phase where now they're saying in almost every outdoor situation, you do not have to wear a mask. Well, and that's something that's interesting. I and mean, obviously, these things were set up before this whole CDC thing in the U.S., which did come out this week. Uh, but my tickets, uh, my paperwork to get into mid-Ohio uh, on this weekend uh, says that masks must be worn at all times, outside or inside. Outside or inside. There's really only outside at Mid Ohio, unless you're in the toilet. Uh, there's really no inside. Uh, so supposedly, I have to carry around. I have to have a mask on when I'm outside, sitting in my lawn chair on a hill. Uh, it's more likely going to be what they call a chin diaper, uh, or, <laughs> <Yep>. or at, <laughs> the, at a minimum, it's going to be. Uh, that like the meme with the penis hanging out of the top of the underwear, my nose is going to be out so I can breathe because I'm not worried. Um, my, I generally, I dislike people and crowds of people. So I'm believe you, believe me, I'm going to be moving my little chair to the far side of the grass where people aren't uh, <laughs> for other reasons, because they're just going to look at me like I'm a psychopath because I'm going to be broadcasting <laughs> from trackside. So so approachable. I don't want to draw attention to myself. <laughs> I don't want their voices in the background saying Baba Booey as I try to talk to you guys. Uh, so I'm going to be distanced. Don't don't you all worry about that. Uh, but am I going to get bounced out of mid-Ohio if I don't have a mask around my face? Am I going to get the, I mean, it's supposed to be cloudy, but am I going to get the mask sunburn lines? I mean, sitting outside for a whole day for all these different races? No, thanks. So hopefully they're lax about it. Uh, I've, I've been to a Cleveland Indians game uh, and they supposedly required masks and I didn't even have it. Nobody had it around their face. No big deal. Uh, and, and everybody was in a little pod and separated. So hopefully you would think Mid-Ohio is going to be laid back. I, I'm not expe I'm expecting that that's a rule that's on paper and not in practice. Very American of me to, to hope that, say that. <laughs> so so that takes us back to you, Rob. So it sounds like things aren't good up there. In, in well, Canada. that's the thing. In a couple of provinces where things are heavily, in just heavily populated areas, and well, actually, there's a bit of an outbreak going on across the water from me, but like where I live specifically has been pretty good. <laughs> like we only have had two hospitalizations total, no deaths. We've only had maybe 200 cases total because we've been able to so effectively control who comes in and out. So, and so do you know everybody on, does everybody know each other on the Island? Well, it's not hard to figure out who people are. You don't know everybody. Like is it's everybody big enough related. Have, well, they're, well, I don't know about 
Possibly. I, I, I was going to say. You're, you, no, it's you, not like that. He has um, it there. No, it's not like that. Um, but yeah, like for the most part, like we've had a normal life within the province. So like going into restaurants and eating the whole time, like there's been very few periods where there's ha- everything's actually been locked down. And even when it wasn't locked down, it's just like a lot of places were just had really heavily restricted access to them in regards to capacities and stuff like that. But for the most part, everything went on as normal the entire time. For, for you, where you are. Yeah. So it, yeah. obviously Toronto and Montreal, things aren't going so great, I guess. Well, like I, said, I would think they're getting better, but yeah, they've just, with the variants and stuff and just the delayed vaccine rollout that we had just not being able to get enough because other countries are producing them for their own citizens. <laughs> That's and we right. Shit. <laughs> I was, because Canada's, I mean, we're down here. I feel back into sports mode. I'm a big baseball I can get a fan now though. I'm, like I can book mine tomorrow if I want. Are you going to? Yeah, I'm getting it. It's just okay. haven't rushed to it yet. That's all. Yeah, because I can't go anywhere. Like, no, there's just no access to it. Like, does, does if I got it tomorrow, I does nothing would change for me if I got it tomorrow. Right. Like mine's more like I'm gonna get it whenever I can go do stuff. Uh, I if I can't really go do stuff, like so I can go golf and fishing and stuff like that. Now it doesn't change anything. It's just like I said, once I can actually go travel to other provinces into the U.S., then I'll have. What's it. in it for me? I see. Yeah, more or less. Well, down here it's we have- we there's there's no real risk of the virus here for the yeah. most part. Like I said, we've we've mitigated it so well. Down here, obviously, some people just don't want to get it just because you said I should get it, so I'm not going to get it. That's that's where we are with things here. We have a bad problem with that right now too. Yeah, um, and that's why it's became available. It's just because some people are just like, yeah, whatever, I don't want it. Yeah, uh, it's I don't even want to get into that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right? No, exactly. But yeah, uh, like so hopefully, mid Ohio will be a little lax. I have chance are like you have so many people. Like, there's probably going to be a good amount of people there who are vaccinated as well, and you'll probably be able to tell who they are. <laughs> yeah, they'll stick out. Well, they probably won't want to, like you said, you'll have congregation people like kind of, you'll probably have, hear that conversation more than once of people being like, why do I have to have this fucking thing on? Like we're all vaccinated right. here. Well, well, Rob, as you, as you just heard, I hope not to be close enough to people to hear their conversations. Oh yes. Right. <laughs> Anti, anti-social. See, I'm the guy that always hopes that nobody bought tickets and shows up. I, I, I want to be like one of 10 people that showed up. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't want the big crowd of people. I don't want someone like, I'm going to start breathing heavy. When people start setting up, bringing in chairs and setting them up around me and close to me, and it's like, oh, the crowd's getting closer to my side, to where I'm at, and I'll pick up my little cooler and and gear and move it along. Uh, I'm gonna grab some local Ohio and Cleveland beers for my cooler. I'll I'll be talking about those. <laughs> I'll be don't you worry. I'll be I'll be cracking the can and talking about some of those too. It's gonna be a, a big Ohio uh, extravaganza when this happens. Uh, oh, bad weather brewing doesn't sponsor you for that. Well, if we go to Minnesota, I think if we went to Road America, they that they're close enough to us. Eight hour drive. That's from right, Wisconsin. Yeah, I think I think if we we need to do a Road America event, uh, Patrick can be the spearhead, and we'll do a little circle. We'll go from Chicago to Minnesota to Bad Weather. We'll do a little show from from Bad Weather Brewing Company there in St. Paul. Then we'll do a little circle up to Wisconsin. Go to Road America for an event. And uh, do a Chicago, Minnesota, Road America trifecta. What do you think of that? Bring your bulletproof vest. For which city? Chicago. Okay. Okay. Oh, we're back to this again. <laughs> yeah. Let's come on now. It's uh, we've talked about it. It's not going to be that bad. 
We're not going to go. Well, there is like six different. Why do you think they make a, like eight different shows all based around one city? Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, Chicago this. Chicago's an interesting place for crime, clearly. It's a bad place. Interesting place. Interesting TV place. worthy. It's unique. Is there anywhere you can go that you're safe, Patrick? Not, we're not going to talk too much about this again, but is there anywhere you can go that's safe? There's a bunch. You have to depend on a bunch of variables. Like, can you go to Wrigley so Field? No. <laughs> that's a no. If there's variables, then it's no. Well, Wrigley Field, yeah, it's safe, but I wouldn't go there. Just personal preference. I just don't like Wrigley Field. I'm okay. a White Sox fan. What about Guaranteed Rate or whatever it's called? Uh, only during a day game, not a night game. Yeah, you might get shot on the freeway leaving the game. Oh, we to- the got the damn freeway shootings. I just that's I, I'm not making this up. This happens every week. I mean, uh, turn on the if you if you pay attention to any Chicago local news, there's a shooting on a freeway at least once a week. You just make it sound. It sounds like it's a firing range out there. People, uh, are it, ca- it kind of is. Jesus. That's why I live north of the city. <laughs> yeah, you're almost in Wisconsin. Damn right. Well, we'll we'll go to a Brewers game and we'll go to Road America. Hell yeah, that's what's up. We'll do a. Uh, I, I think that's a good. Uh, that's something that's going to have to happen. I think the Chicago, um, Minneapolis, and uh, Road America tri- triangle. I think that's doable uh, on the road, especially if the Chicago street circuit comes to, to fruition in real life. So I'm on the fence about going to mid Ohio to see IndyCar on July 4th. Uh, but I I'm open to being swayed by my experience there. My first experience at the track, uh, depending on the views and the atmosphere, I'm going to get a feel for it. And I'll, I'll tell you guys what I decide, but IndyCar is coming there. I'm not going to be able the, uh, the weekend that I'll be at VIR is the weekend. Xfinity is going to be there. And I'm, it, it'll be okay. It would be okay to watch that, but I don't know if I'd be as excited as I would for sports cars or IndyCar. Uh, Ar- they also announced recently ARCA on Friday, J- June 4th. Uh, ARCA is going coming back to Mid-Ohio. That's kind of cool. So the ARCA race is going to be there on the road. That is nice. So they've got an interesting lineup coming this uh, this summer. I mean, starting with the Simza uh, stuff. Uh Moving to the Indianapolis stuff, the Indy 500 on iRacing. So uh, I think um, myself, my main Indy 500 for this year is going to be the Saturday uh, noon Eastern time fixed race, official race Indy 500. Uh, really, I love the Indy cars the, uh, at, any, at any speedway. I'm, I suck in the Indy cars at any place like Iowa, Richmond, uh, any shorter track. But the speedway like Kansas, Vegas, Texas, Atlanta. Uh, uh in Chicago yeah. land uh Indianapolis I I love the indie cars there me too same I can't stand short yeah I just there. I spin I can't I can't make it happen but so I'm always a good contender at the speedways the, those kind of tracks um so I'm really pumped about it about having a shot at it just driving the thing I've really neglected it I haven't haven't run a lot of iRacing racing official races I, I think I've said that before and it's not changed. I, I do so much league racing, and and if I run any official races, it's these special team events. Uh, so it's like I have no time, or I don't set the time aside to do it, and it just doesn't happen. My I ratings are stagnant, uh, safety ratings relatively stagnant until I get into the big team events. Uh, 
Um, so I'm looking forward to driving the IndyCar. Hopefully it gets me back into it and I'll seek it out a little bit more in the IndyCar stuff. I know, Rob, you've been doing some of the qualifying stuff. Yeah, I've, I've done a couple of them now. I might do another one tonight. Um, but yeah, just that was just more just for practice. To get ready for it. I don't really ex- I don't, I don't expect to qualify with a super high time or anything well, you like think that. you think it'll be like, on the top split? No, but I just wanted to be around people who were setting laps like me. You know what I mean? Like, because you could have super fast people who are just not going to qualify and be in low splits, right? Yeah, that's true. I haven't qualified yet. I'm down to the wire. Yeah, so you, sh- you should at least get one session in so that you have a time and you'll race against everyone else who set a similar time as you, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw it. I'll, I'll qualify slow so I can get into a split and be faster. Is that a thing? Well, that's the thing. Anyone can do that. It's not based on I rating. Yeah, that's, that's, so. that's interesting. That's interesting that they do that. Kind of yeah. nice, though. Yeah, it's cool. So IndyCar, it's the IndyCar weekend on iRacing. That's what everybody's going to probably be doing for the most part. I think you're going to find even people that don't typically do the IndyCar series will give this a try just to get into it. Um, iRacing. So we, iRacing is always putting stuff out there. We got the next gen cars by surprise. We covered that last week, and uh, this week they discussed uh, four new fixed series coming for the 2021 season three coming up. Uh, one of those was what was teased on April Fool's Day that everybody we got a picture of the car or rendering uh, and didn't really have much else, and people were like, "That's an April Fool's joke." Other people were like, "They've." put things that were real on april fools before it's real uh and here we here we go it's we know it's legit it's going to be the formula v i racing series fixed uh, and the talk about this is it's the start of a rookie class on an open wheel licensure or open wheel track and that's something that people are excited about uh, just for the having the open wheel stuff separate and then the, uh, the other open wheel series they announced is an i racing f3 championship fixed setup uh, so you got two open wheel things coming out in season three. Uh, what do you guys think about that? You going to check out the Formula V, or does, does this have any buzz for you guys? The Formula V and the LMP. Yeah, that's the next one. That's the one I'm excited about. Is the uh, LMP2 prototype challenge fixed? It finally sets it up uh, to where you don't have to navigate the GTs. If you just want to drive the straight LMP and not worry about slow traffic and navigating, getting held up, uh, it's your chance to do that. Uh, it's, I mean, obviously, it, it fits right along with the prototype challenge in IMSA, which I think is LMP3s. Um, but that's going to be cool. The fixed setup aspect is cool. Uh, and then the uh, World of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Fixed Series Sprint Car Series. So if you want to get into dirt sprint cars, but you don't know much about setups, there's there's your series as well. Uh, so some interesting things. Uh, I th- you guys are with me, though. I think the LMP2 prototype challenge is the more exciting of the, of the four. Yeah, I would say that's the most exciting for me, and then probably the F3 fixed. But the Formula V, eh. Give it a try. I assume it's going to be a free car. Yeah, it is. Yeah, not, I think so. It's going to be a free for Give it a shot. I give it a shot, but I'm not going to, you know, have high hopes. Be like the Skip Barber, maybe. I don't. I don't know. It'll be before. It'd be kind of, it wouldn't be the predecessor. Yeah, well, for yeah it, but I think Skip, Skip Barber's. A I deep assume class. it would drive like a slow open wheel, like the Skip Barber. Yeah. Oh you yeah. Feel, you feel slower in the Skip Barber. Yeah. Yeah. You just feel like you're crawling. 
It's it's yeah. It's fun in VR though. I know you VR guys love open wheel <laughs> because it feels so realistic. You VR snobs. So yeah, yeah, you guys love your open wheel. We prefer elitist. Yeah, oh, VR oh. elitist. Elitist. If Bradley were here, he'd talk about this new VR thing he wants to buy, but I don't even want to hear it. VR don't even want to hear it. He's gonna. Bradley's got plans by the end of this year to to buy whatever this thing is. And and he's just gonna live in this world. It's not even gonna have any flaws. <laughs> it's uh, I don't even want. I'm glad he's not here. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear, hear about this crystal clear transient experience that Bradley's about yeah, to embark. Bradley Bradley's putting this thing on. He's putting fans in front of him, like like he's got the wind blowing in his face. That's a that's really popular with even people who don't use VR. The wind sims. The wind sims. What is that? Is that a yeah. thing or is that just a fan? Oh yeah, it's real. If you go on to like Facebook and look at any of the sim racing channels where people are posting their rigs, you'll see a lot of them, and they'll have big venting coming up that points at them, and they have it's all connected to software. And the what? faster they go, the faster it blows air at them. I thought that I've seen the ones with like the pipe. I don't know what it's called, so I'm saying pipe. Uh, it's like what's in the Porsche. But I thought yeah. that was I thought yeah. that was a yeah. cooling system like an air conditioner for you and your sim rig. You're telling cool, you're telling is, me that's programmed to blow wind on you at different uh, pressures. Yeah, only if you're an open open wheel car. No, you can do it for anyone. What the fuck? Yeah, Patrick. Yeah, it's all about immersion, fuck? man. It's all about immersion. You don't have to have VR to get immersion. You get some triples and you do that. Plus, have you seen people using, um, have you ever seen those like Philips Hue uh, LED strips? It's kind of like the high-end LED strips. For what? Um, You can have the people well, people will put them and they'll put them on like the roof and stuff above their rigs and they're, they're synced up to the games now. So that like, it looks, you know, that how the lights go through your car when you're driving at night and you go under yes. the lights on a yeah, highway. Yeah. It does that and stuff like that. Like it does all of the lighting of the world. In the lighting room. of the world. That's the best way I can describe it of the world that you're driving. So, in, right. Like it just brings it. So, in. So like you can just get all these little extra things to bring the immersion in with it. And then you get the butt kicker. Exactly. That's huge, apparently, yeah. too. I see they sponsor more teams now and more leagues. Yeah. Um, They're a bit of a scam, in my don't opinion. Don't say that. They might not try to. Not, they, what not, if they want to sponsor us? I guess I shouldn't say that. Not a scam, but it's just like you can make one of those. Like They're just odd. They're just like having an amp. Yeah, but and if they want to sponsor us, then, then it's not a scam, Rob. Say it's not a scam. It's not. No, it's a real company. Well, it's just. Okay, that's a safe answer. It's a you know what I think is a scam? It's a thing that exists. What, what now? Yeah. What you- I, I acknowledge their existence. Having a, a thickened program that programs the wind through a little thing to blow at you. I'm sorry. That's horseshit. I, I, I don't know what you just said, Patrick. Say that again. So He's still blown by the wind. Having a little no thing that intended. blows the wind at you. Yeah. It was oh, the- you're talking about what, what Rob was describing. Yeah. No, go buy a fan at Home Depot. Well, put it down by your feet and have it blow right in your face. It'll cost you twenty bucks. There you go. Boom. Yeah, you. Yeah, but these things are just like cheap venting with a couple of computer fans that maybe cost you like fifty getting, bucks you're altogether. Shitty like, warm air blown at you as you drive. How's that helpful? When you're in VR, it's helpful. Any like it, wind past you, like it just, feels good or it feels realistic. Well, not only is it realistic, but it just keeps you cool. You can bottle in a lot of heat with the head-mounted display. <laughs> 
just buy a fan you from can, like, Depot, on your face, on plus you have your if you have uh, an extra pair of headphones that you have uh-huh. on that's like you have a lot of stuff on your head and that's where most of your yeah, heat you goes do have a lot of stuff on your head i headed i put my air conditioning down when i'm doing a really complicated road course or something like that or like a short track and oval that's how i I'm there is, i mean obviously i uh, that's definitely a thing in sim racing is getting sweaty and hot i mean how many times are you in a race and an or a league race and people are saying, God, I'm covered in sweat at the end of it. I'm famished. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely exactly. ravished by this track. It, <laughs> it's, I mean, we're all athletes. Let's face it. We're all just, uh, we're all, we're all athletes. Sometimes it's like you're, you're just, you're sweaty and you're, you've burned a lot of calories because we're all fit athletes here that are doing sim racing. Uh, that, speak uh, for yourself, buddy. You got a foam roll. You got to stretch. You got to get the bands. You got to you got to hire a trainer. You got to get a good diet in. Um, all that stuff. That's that's us. That's what we do, right? So you need a cooling yeah, system. Absolutely. You got to cool down. Killer inner bitch. That's right. You got to. Sometimes you got to get off the. You got to ride the bench because you're too hot and gassed. That's what it's all about. So I get the fans to cool down, but I didn't. I did not know uh, that there were fans that blew at different intervals to make you feel like you were uh riding in the wind different speed yeah yeah it's a little bit a little bit extra as the kids say to me a little bit extra (laughs) just a little just a little and then yeah the butt kicker i've interested in but i feel like it would uh, make my chair fall apart so well, you don't use them just for your chair too like a lot of people you'll get one to put under your butt and one to put under your pedals like in the so, so under your butt, what, what are we talking here? Like, like right under it, like, like literally yeah. sit on it like right under your seat, right? No, right under your seat. Okay. Under, so you like have the, the seat side between the your butt and the butt kicker. Yeah. And, and you'll, you'll like say, you'll put, usually put one okay. underneath your pedal. I was going to say something that was probably going to turn some people off. Yeah. We, we want to be inclusive. Right. So right. that way. Okay. So there's a buffer. <laughs> there's a buffer between the two. So it, it doesn't. Uh, how would you, how would one say it, it's not a a plug for your butt? Okay. No, I wouldn't okay. think okay. so. Okay. I see. <laughs> um, that vibrates. Okay. Ah, rats! I don't want right, one. That right. never yeah, mind. I was gonna say. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Rob, you're all about the real real experience here. I know you're you like your VR. You like your little wind dashing. If it's if there's moisture on the track, you'll spritz a little thing of of uh, water into the fan to get a little moisture on yourself. Uh, I know that's what you're about. Oh, uh, yeah. That's some next that's level right. stuff. If you wreck, you give yourself a concussion just on purpose. Just to have the full, <laughs> just to have the full immersion. You've got a, Rob's got a hammer next to his rig because if he wrecks, he's got to give himself a little knock on the head and be confused for the next hour because it's all about realism, right? So oh, yeah. it's all about, <laughs> I see. I see what you're doing, Ra. I see how you got it. You're. You're. You know. You know how to do this. This is. This is. You're into this. Yeah, I'm about right. that life. You're boot that life. <laughs> <laughs> Going hard at me in the paint. Where do Where do we go from there? Uh, what are some What are some of those other immersive tactics that people use? I, I I've learned I don't something. Know what else there is? Yeah, this is a whole new lane that I've never yeah. really. I mean, I heard of the butt kicker and all that, right? This other stuff with the fans and then the lights on the ceiling, ambient lighting. Yeah, the lighting—that's new too. 
ambient lighting. Yeah, that's really cool. I've got LED lights around my, so my, my desk here, my stuff is against the window. Uh, and around the windowsill inside, I've got those sticky, you know, those LED strips that stick and you can change the colors. So it's always like an ambient blue. Um, I don't know why I did that. I just did it. Um, but I've got that, but it's not immersive. It's just, uh, I don't know what you would call that. Decorative. There you go. That's what it is. It's decorative. Yeah. So if you walk outside, all you see in my window is, is a solid blue or solid red or whatever. Uh, nobody really knows probably what's going on, but uh, I'm looking at it right now. It's nice. It's very nice. What other immersion mm-hmm. type things are there? I'm just curious. I'm just, I, I, I'm just well, that's my two, curiosity. We've learned about two things. I'm thinking, what else does Rob know? Yeah. Rob, can you further explain? Give us a rare insight, Rob. Uh, I honestly can't think of anything well, right that's now. That's the Rob I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never had an original thought in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and thus ends the Rob's contribu- contributions to the end of the Apex podcast for today. <laughs> Rob, uh, thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think we're going to have to invent, I think there's a market for inventing things. What immersion things? So let's say it doesn't exist. What immersions could you would you invent? What doesn't exist? Ooh, that's Are a good one. Are you guys one. creative? Can you think of anything? Because I sure can't. Give me a minute. You guys. Well, I'm pretty sure I just said I've never had an original I know. thought so, in my so life. You're, so you're completely tough. useless in this situation. <laughs> I'm a basic bitch, so I'm out. You have nothing? Yeah. I have nothing. I'm a basic bitch. All so, so you're so if let's say you had a rig. So what are some things? Not maybe not amusing, but uh what would be good? Maybe for the budget racers like me, a computer chair where the arms of your computer chair collapse or can go sideways so you don't so so I sometimes I'm torn. I really like I, I'm a simple racer. I've said it before. I have a computer chair, desk, clamp on wheel. Uh, so sometimes it's really nice to rest my elbows on the arms of the computer chair. Obviously rigs don't rigs don't have that. But at times when you need to really turn crank the wheel on sharp corners or on road courses, uh, your elbows obviously have the armrests in the way. It's a little awkward. So you have to kind of scrunch in and turn or your elbows. It just won't work. It's awkward. Uh, so if I could drop these arms down temporarily uh, when I race and have full range of motion of my elbows, uh, like somebody in a rig, that might be cool. And then you, pull the arms up when you're done racing and you just have your computer and they click like a little click and uh, you're back to a regular desk chair. So all right, someone get I out just there and invented do that. something. It's not really funny, but it's uh, ergonomic as they say. I do. As soon as you said that, I miss being able to rest my <laughs> elbows on like long straights and stuff posted, like that. Like I just thought of it. Like man, Bradley that was posted nice. pictures of the rig he put together. It's the first thing I noticed. I was like, no armrests. Okay. His arms are going to get tired. He's going to have full range of motion, but his arms are going to get tired and mine don't. Uh, problem I have is uh, the way I grip the wheel, which I sometimes I death grip it, uh, but the way I do the wheel, uh, my left hand is and wrist are always a little bit sore and sometimes I get like a tingle in my hands because I guess I grip it so hard I'm, I'm pinching a nerve or something. How about that? Has that happened to anybody? 
Uh, I used to have weird problems like that with my old wheel when it had a much smaller grip yeah. just in general. Once I got my new Thrustmaster wheels, like they just have a much, it just fits someone with a bigger hand more oh, and all that oh, cramping I got and stuff went hands. away. Okay. No, just bigger, like not huge, <laughs> just like, but on that uh-huh. wheel, like if I go back to that wheel now, if I go over to my other, yeah. my second rig and I put my hands on, it's just like, holy So the shit, wheel sometimes makes a difference. Because I, oh, I, yeah. I do grip Big it time. too hard. I notice it sometimes, and I'm like, God, it hurts. Loosen up a little. But then when I, I get right back in <laughs> yeah, that I mode, if you had to... grip it again. Yeah, if the rim was thicker, I guarantee oh, it'd probably Jesus. be easier on you. <laughs> <laughs> say that again. Say, say it, that man. Again. Yeah, please. If the rim was thicker. That's thick. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're getting late in this little episode. <laughs> um so that that would be my invention for just ergonomics that comes to mind as i sit here and and just think that's something i felt i could think of uh i don't i don't know what else maybe maybe there are no more ideas to be had maybe there's that's the limit of invention for sim racing i mean there's all kinds of stuff out there services uh, hardware tools and stuff i mean people have come up with a lot of stuff yeah, well, maybe it's, that is everything. It's certainly a hustle. There's hustle to be had. Uh, and Alexander wept before there were, were no more worlds to conquer. <laughs> this There's the painting business and uh, the painting business. I mean, that, that could be very fruitful because it takes nothing to do. I mean, it just takes time. It takes your time. But you don't have to. It's not like you have to buy parts and pieces and this and that. Uh, I mean, you get hundred percent of your profits, the quicker, you, the quicker you paint and better you paint quicker, the more money you make. I mean, that's just something that can add up pretty quick. Who needs to drive an Uber? Who needs to, to door dash when you can paint cars on iRacing, right? Fuck. <laughs> Nobody has common <laughs> <for> insight. <laughs> Nope. No, that one, that one, that one yeah. fell flat on us. <laughs> Asking the wrong group. Uh, what, what are you guys DoorDash and Uber all the time? Uh, I don't have either of those. Oh, here. Yeah, they don't have that in the Shire. <laughs> Rob, Rob, <laughs> we lived out on Hobbiton. And, and on we the have island, skipped the yeah. dishes. Potatoes and mashed potatoes for lunch every day. If you had one, you'd never want to eat the another. Potatoes don't. up there. Well, oh yeah, are they better? Best in the world. Well, yeah, how? they're so. How are they good. better? They're they're just high quality. Like you give her, you look at the pictures to see how like the soil was really red. Okay. So we have red soil, which is really uh-huh. high iron content, and particularly so nobody's anemic up there. and they're just like <laughs> no, really, um, really <laughs> nutty flavored <laughs> potatoes. Of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Of course, you, you eat nutty that's potatoes. A- Very <laughs> nutty potatoes. Oh, that's the quote of the month. What? Your soil oh, is man. very nutty. No, not the soil. Nice the potatoes. Nutty. So they're in red soil and they're nutty. That's great. Is this? Is this? I'm going to send you. Rob, send I don't you know. Some. Is this soil or is this like a giant septic tank leak that these things are growing in? <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna send okay. you something. They won't make it through customs. 
You'll be marked as You'll a never terrorist. stop in Idaho again. Idaho, Idaho <laughs> will be forever be a flyover drive-through they, state. Uh, <laughs> customs and the, the United States Postal Service will scan your shipment of potatoes, and they'll be like, "This is Al Qaeda. This is send, a bomb. This is potatoes. a bomb. <laughs> Nobody would send potatoes in the mail." <laughs> I'm sure that happens. It's got to happen. I've always wanted to try to get lobster from there to compare you to lobster ours. in the mail. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys. There's a couple services that ship from Maine to yeah, maybe places. So. You're not far from Maine. We have tons of lobster here. I'm just curious what lame Maine lobster tastes like because I've but only ever had lobster here. Maine. No, I can drive there once the world's back. So how far of a Hyatt's. drive are you from the United States? Uh, four bad. hours. Oh, Considering I feel like you're on the in the Arctic Circle. Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all, ma'am. It's like four like hours. I think ice road, when I think of where you live, I think ice road truckers. That's further west, I think. <laughs> well, I know, but you know what I mean. Yeah, that's, that's west and north. Here, you know what I mean? Like, I, no, that's that's nothing like where I'm at. You're uh, living in igloo, igloo, like Mine's... six feet on stilt on stilt, six feet off the ground because it snows so much. I'm covered. I'm surrounded by white sandy beaches, and you can never be more than sixteen kilometers from the beach. <laughs> it's definitely not like that. <laughs> that yeah, that sounds not too bad. Yeah. Do you have any racetracks up there? Is it a we short, have is one it an oval or a road course? Oyster uh, uh, oval track? oval track. What what kind of car? Short track there? oyster oyster bed speedway. Uh, Long man, like everything. <laughs> like so many things race there they have like kind of like late models type cars and uh i go usually just go for the demolition derby do canadians like oval racing or road racing um probably more road but like i said people here love the stock cars because i know europe is very road centric gt f1 uh not as much oval i know there's a euro nascar but um Canada, yeah, I've, I, I've, I don't know where I don't know if we'd really fall on yeah. either side. Thinking of it, like I can't say a lot of the Canadians. Like, really that, and we run with a lot of Canadians on our particular team. You being one of them, and uh, a lot of them come down on the roadside heavily, but some of them run oval with us too. Yeah, we don't have really just just not a ton what, of oval what's on here, TV. I really think of is it all on TV? Can you watch NASCAR when it's on? Uh, well, I guess uh, it depends on your cable package, but like, I can watch I can watch NASCAR pretty much any okay, race. So, you, so it's pretty accessible. And F1's, yeah, but like F1 is like really yeah. pop, is really heavily partnered with our main sports broadcaster. So like we get tons of special channels for F1 and stuff. So it's like it's same with yeah, same with us both. in the US. I mean, since ESPN took it over, it used to be on Speed and then what NBC, and then ESPN took it. Uh, yeah. I mean, ESPN's I would say it's our main sports network in the united states so f1's killing it obviously f1's f1 i mean f1's to me obviously it's like the olympics of racing a year round uh, a yearly olympics of racing the fact that they race in a different country yeah every race all over the world i mean with drivers from all over the world and teams from all over the world i mean it's not controversial to say or a hot take to say that f1 is is the top tier without a doubt I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it, it tells you, uh, I mean, look at Roman Grosjean getting the pole this weekend and, and he was bottom of the grid or with a team that maybe was more bottom of the grid sometimes in uh, F1 when he was there. Uh, but he's still, I mean, even the worst F1 driver is still amazing, probably compared to other people. 
But that's the thing. He wasn't no, the he worst. wasn't. F1 driver. F1 yeah, really yeah. skews things Nikita in that Mazepin way, right? Nikita might be not be the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might be the only thing where the driver matches Perfect the car. Pairing. Perfect pairing. Speaking of that, and I'll yeah, be talking exactly. about it, I get to see Kevin Magnuson in the Ganassi uh, Cadillac. Oh, I'll, I'll be oh, watching yeah. uh, a Haas F1 boy out there. Uh, so I've got, I'm going to go through the spotters list. I got a spotters guide I'm going to go through when I'm there. Uh, but I'm excited to see that. Excited. I was getting pumped up seeing some of these names I'm going to get to watch. Um, but uh, that's kind of been a blessing to all these other um, race sanctioning bodies for racing is some of the departures of F1 people who have eyes from like the other side of the pond. Um, like we said, Rome, how many people are watching IndyCar yeah, specifically because right. of Roman Grosjean? Or even they're not watching and it, just follow. Yes. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna huge for this, them. This uh, Grand Prix race, you, exactly. I mean, I, now I'm pumped for it. I think I'm not even going to be able to watch it. I, I don't. But you're going to see what happens. Yeah, follow, because he's starting to look up what happened. Yeah, exactly. And that's something like I find Indy for a long time now. It's been something that just kind of yeah. flies under the radar, right? Yeah, it, it can be. Not quite. It's not as every race is not as appointment television as F one. F one is. I mean, even the F one practices qualifying. It's all appointment television, Mm -hmm. and and that's any sports goal, right? Any sport out there wants to be appointment television, and it's F one every single session practice qualifying. Uh, race is appointment television, and that's what all of these other series or any sport, any team sport. Uh, wants to get that matchup, and that's what they aspire to. Uh, so F1's got it made. Hopefully, Roman Grosjean getting the pole this weekend uh, will put some buzz around it and make that appointment television. It's certainly worth following. Uh, so everybody, good luck in the Indy 500 this weekend on iRacing. Next weekend, we'll be talking about our experiences with that, uh, as well as preparing for some big racing on uh, the upcoming weekend, the Indy 500, the Monaco Grand Prix, and so on. Uh, so with that, for Patrick, Rob, myself, this mini episode of Into the Apex, we'll be back in a couple days for the Mid-Ohio Trackside Special. Coming up, this has been Into the Apex, episode 34. You've been listening to Into the Apex. Apex. Presented by Mad Sim Racing. Follow and join the team at madsimracing.com. 